0: Hello, the what? <laughs> like, it's showing, and then it's not showing.
1: All like, right. All right, bruh. This... I'm
0: so confused. Like, what the fuck? No,
1: no more buddies. No more buddies. <laughs> we record. <laughs> we record now. <laughs> All right, here we go, bruh.
2: Trap, 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 trap it you gon' trap it down. Damn, set, hut. Watch him throw the ball, we gon' pick it up. You gon' let him hit the hole or you gon' cut it off. You gon' play through fourth and long
1: or you gon' punt it off. Your defenders, heavy hitters, put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on. Keep the cleats tight, you the type to want to win
2: by any means, right? You should look alive,
1: this is trapper or Dive. Yes sir, welcome back to another episode of Trapper or Dive Podcast. I am your host, Molly Maul, Jamal Forrest, Coach Maul, Hendo Maul, that good stuff, man. In here with the fellas, Dre, AJ. Um, AJ going through it right now, but um, he's going to have to muscle through without them air for about 20, 25 minutes, man. Fellas, how y'all doing today, bro? Y'all good? Y'all weekend was straight?
2: It's good, man. Shit, you know, it's hot outside, but we still out here, man, getting hot things done. Yeah, but like I told you, you know, we back in the basketball thing with little Man, so I'm getting into that, but shit, man, the closer we get to July, the closer we get to the football, man, so I'm ready.
1: Hell yeah. AJ, what's going on with you, player? You can
2: hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can hear you, AJ. Can y'all hear me? <laughs>
0: Yeah. hey no. I'm, I'm
1: oh I'm, hey take the take the airpods out bro we done with the airpods bro take the airpods man, out I'm still we tired that for work, this episode.
0: It's, it's annoying me but uh yeah i'm i'm good man just little technical difficulties i don't I, know yeah, I, I, you're
1: going through it bro. it's frustrating sometimes man i get it um okay well wow you know you frustrate yourself with them airpods man um we are back again well sorry before we even get started make sure y'all hit that like button make sure you hit the subscribe button if you are listening through your audio your favorite audio platform make sure you hit that follow uh button as well if you are not subscribed to the podcast make sure you give us a rating and review we definitely appreciate that man as we continue to push forward and get ready for the season um it helps a lot so like if you got two seconds man just go ahead and knock it out man help us out um another thing Film sessions are on the way for the YouTube side. I got a couple that I'm going to do prior to training camp just to get us a little, a little primer for, uh, as the season starts or get ready for the season, um, football back in the swing. What as, as, as Jay said in a few weeks and, and we're, we're seeing football until goddamn June of next year. That's me including the (laughs) XFL. So, um, yeah, man, we got, we got a a few things going, but yeah, uh, film sessions are on the way. They're going to start dropping, um next week the first week of july um first one starting with one boy my boy cole turner um and it's a perfect time i guess to really even bring in this conversation on the position group breakdown of the tight ends fellas um for cole turner for obvious reasons but also some other people who may have a big year this year unfortunately armani rogers is going to be missed um this year due to it was an achilles injury i think so he's out the he's out the loop this year. Now we have Curtis Hodges, Logan Thomas, Cole Turner, John Bates. Uh, your your main four guys. Um, behind him is uh, uh, a guy named Brandon Dillon, who I'm not sure any of us know. So let's go ahead and eliminate 46 right now until he until he makes a, a case, maybe in training camp or something. We could pay a little bit more attention to him. But we got our four guys at the top. Um, Drama hands you the floor first, while uh, AJ continues to to push through with. <laughs> with his situation um let's start with the top man uh logan thomas is heading into his third 24th fourth year fourth year with washington um and it's kind of crazy because like the more that time goes on you you kind of recognize that you know first off these guys really love them um the coaching staff do but then secondly you're talking about two uh uh two different coordinators who really believe what he can do for this offense. Um, I'll hand you the floor before I give my, my thoughts as well, but uh, let's start with the topic at Logan Thomas and, and um, his prospects in this offense. So what do you think about him generally? And then we can talk about what he can do for this offense.
2: Well, I mean, logan his initial year with washington i thought he was great i mean you know he was more than what we probably all thought he would be he could be his um a fan base i mean he came out he he did it and then the next year he suffers that horrific injury and then you come into year three and year three that he was disappointed it just looked like he was a step slower it just looked like he hadn't recovered from the injury but so this year coming up it's like all right you look at the tight end group as a whole you say hey you know Someone needs to emerge from there. But I've been hearing a lot of good things in training camp as far as Logan Thomas looks like he's back. You know, he may be that guy again. But as you said, now there's two different coordinators that are putting belief in Logan. So, you know, someone has to see something in him at this point to say, hey, you know, we're not going to move on from him. You know, because as a fan base, I think a lot of us were kind of thinking maybe he could be a cut candidate before June 1st. But obviously he wasn't. He's still here. And I mean, he looks to, you know, he has to be the guy because we don't know. I mean, obviously we'll get into more of the guys later, but we don't know who else behind him could be tight end number one. And Logan has flashed that at least before his year one here that he was a tight end one. So now you wonder if he's fully recovered or hundred percent from the injury, is he ready to take that spot back and claim that? Because if he does, I think this, this makes the offense sky, well, sky's the limit for this offense because we obviously like the position group with the wide receivers, and, you know, we like, some of us like the running backs, but the tight end groups, the question mark. So if Logan can kind of ca- recapture that 2020 season that he had with Ron Rivera and the staff, then I believe that your offense just gets a lot better with a better Logan Thomas.
1: Um, Before I get started, let me go ahead and bring A.J. back in the fold and boom there we go okay um yeah for me i think that uh logan is interesting from like how people are describing him uh i i don't so I, i'll just do my pros and cons of logan and and then like how i kind of feel he's looking this year um I, I think one of the things when when you think about logan uh, I'll start with the cons. I'll start with the negative first and, and, and start with and finish with the positives. Uh, I think one of the things that really bothers me is that you know, Logan isn't necessarily a, a natural separator versus like tighter coverage, or like he won't really uh separate through his athleticism and things like that. And um, sometimes uh that doesn't really hurt him because he is six six. Um, and that's a really good thing for uh this overall position group because Everybody is at least six five. So that's automatically a good thing for, for this entire position group. I mean, I think they average like six six um in terms of their, their like they have a they have a pretty pretty big frame, everybody on this team uh from that position. But at the same time, Logan isn't necessarily a person who's operating with his athleticism, so um he's not a person who can really win as quick as you as you would want at the position. He's like a, a lumbering guy. Um, he's more of a straight line guy in terms of like how he can get open um, and how he moves, but um, he's not going to break you down with his routes and things like that. Uh, but at the same time, what I what I really like about Logan is that he does separate in-zone coverages, and I think that bodes will for him when, when you have somebody who can really process things really quickly in terms of what he's seeing on the field um, and what he has to do in terms of working with his quarterback um to, to 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 get open against this particular coverage or how they're playing that offense or how that defense is playing them um and, and what that means for logan is you can find a way to get open on that first and second level without really needing um speed or athleticism like i think about chris cooley in that aspect like chris cooley wasn't like the the most athletic person <laughs> but um he also wasn't as big as as logan thomas but the, the point being like they weren't athletic tight ends um but i do think cooley was a little bit more athletic than logan but point being like logan is a person and, and cooley was a person who was very smart and and they have really good hands and they they high pointed a lot like these are things that they did um in the game that that made them assets to uh to an offense and, and i think that prospect of logan in terms of how he's able to separate um how the enemy. Can utilize a person that that is as smart as Logan on the field. And um, I think that's what really bodes well for him uh, moving forward. Like some of those over routes, some of those crossers, like the mesh concepts. And even um like third down can be big for a guy like Logan. So um for him, it's it's not necessarily about his mental because the mental is going to be there. Like you have no question that he's smart enough to still compete on the field. Um, but the the injury aspect is something that can really see like is he fully back athletically um AJC he was ready bro uh <laughs> but is he really back at like fully athletically um i i did see towards the end of the season that he was getting better um i i was very against Logan in terms of like how he played when he first came back and up until the the last 3 or 4 games of the season um but at the same time he turned the corner i felt like and I think that was really important for Logan in terms of like how people viewed him going into this year. Uh, one more thing and I'll give it to AJ. Jay, uh, you brought up a really good point about like how people was willing to move on from him, including myself. Um, And to this day, I still think that I would have been, I would have perfect been perfectly fine. Um, letting, letting Logan go. Um, Armani Rogers got hurt. So that changes plans, but I would have been perfectly fine with letting Logan go um, but I also, another thing that I just didn't take into account is how much this staff loves Logan. And I think that's the thing that keeps him around. And, and that's the thing that if, if their faith in him pays off, he can have a, a pretty significant bounce back season for the commanders. Does that mean we're talking about 800, 900 yards? I don't think so. I don't think he that good. Um, from my, again, when we talk about athletic standpoint too, I don't think he's that good, but and on top of that, he's aging. He's 31. Um, but at the same time, if you're talking about a Logan Thomas who can get you four, five hundred yards and five or six red zone touchdowns with with the other with the other Titans end, tight that they have at that at that position group, I think that's a really good season for Logan. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with with Logan. Let me see if AJ is available. Let's bring AJ in right now. Boom. Okay. Uh, AJ, you got the floor, man. We're talking about Logan Thomas. Uh, What do you think of him, and what do you think about, like, his prospects in the enemy's offense?
0: Yeah, my bad for the audio and visual issues or whatever. Uh, So I'm going straight off the iPhone. Uh, But with Logan Thomas, man, um, you know, I really don't have much expectations for him. I think that, you know, he's not really a threat in my opinion, as a tight end in this league. And it's unfortunate that they still don't have, you know, a real threat at that position. Uh, Was hoping that Amani Rogers was going to come in and be able to be that threat, utilizing his physical abilities uh, as far as, like, just being athletic overall. I think just that threat of being, you know, someone that could go vertical uh, but also bring speed, you could use him in the jet sweep game, Uh, You could use them in so many different aspects alongside, you know, the Terry McLaurin, Jahad Dawson, and Curtis Samuel, uh, with him now having the ACL. It's kind of like you don't really know what to expect from the tight end position overall. Um, Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, But from what I've been hearing from a couple people that have been at these mini camps and and several otas they're saying that cole turner looks leaner uh looks faster coming off the ball but for logan logan you you said what
1: logan we're just talking about logan or we're talking to to cole turner
0: oh i mean i don't really have no expectations for for Logan Thomas. (laughs) i mean if we if you really just want me to sum it up that way i don't have I don't really have any expectations. I, I think that he'll look a little bit better coming off of the the ACL injury, uh, but other than that, I don't really see him being impactful.
1: All right, well, let's go ahead, to, Let's go ahead to your boy Cole Turner. Look talk talk to me about Cole. What, what were they saying at at oT OTAs I mean, he can't, and can and will transition that way?
0: Well, I guess they're saying that he's looking leaner, uh, he's uh, coming off the ball faster, but in my opinion, he's not a route runner. Anyways, so (laughs) he's more so a 50-50 type of player. I think he's someone you could put on the boundary and red zone opportunities and, you know, possibly have him be in a jump ball situation, but not looking for this guy to route anybody up between the numbers, um, you know, going downfield. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much what I've heard from Cole Turner, that he's looking faster coming off the ball and leaner, uh, but I don't know how that how that will translate to his
2: route running game and to men Actually, Cole Turner is the guy I'm most intrigued about in this group because, I mean, last year when we drafted him, I mean, we got him, I think, in the fourth or fifth round. But looking at him play with Carson Strong in Nevada, I was like, man, that dude stands out. Like, I mean, you know, even with Romeo Dobbs on that roster, you know, Carson Strong has some weapons. But, again, Cole Turner was a guy that always stood out. And even last year in training camp, he was a guy we were looking at. And then I think he suffered an injury early on, and that kind of derailed him, and, you know, that slowed up his progress. But, I mean, if you're looking for any of those, guys in the group, you know, we're going to be- get to the other guys later, but Cole Turner is the guy for me with the most potential out of the group. I mean, I am I agree with AJ in the sense that he's not the route runner, but, I mean, he is a big-body guy. He's a big target, and I think, you know, if you get him in space, you know, he can run. I mean, he you know, he, he can do some things after the catch with the ball. So, I mean, I don't know if you can really put him in the run game too much, you know, as far as blocking. Um, i I never seen that as much of well, one of his strengths, but, again, if you're playing two tight end sets – He's a guy I want to see out in space and get the ball. And he's a guy I would love to see emerge as the tight end one. I mean, you know, with Logan Thomas, we kind of have to have him at tight end one right now because he's the only proven commodity, even though we, you know, kind of thought we had a, he had an offseason or, you know, after there's injury. But Cole Turner is the guy that going forward, if, you know, any of these guys are looked at as a starting tight end, you want him to kind of go and take that job. So I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what he brings to the table this year. And I hope he, you know, can show some potential some flashes there
0: i think i think this is also a hard position for us to cover man because it's like it's the weakest on the team honestly like there's really there's really no optimism there like (laughs) at least least the offensive line i don't
2: i don't know if it's well the thing is about it being the weakest i'll say i mean aj you know He's on us. I don't know if it's the weakest position group on the team, but it's the most incomplete unit on the team. Like, it's the unit with a bunch of guys we don't know what they can do. You know, like with John Bates, you know, I mean, again, you know, these guys, we don't know what any, we haven't seen them do it at the pro level at a consistent basis. So that's why a lot of these guys, even Logan, you know, everyone has a question mark. I don't know if they're bad. We just don't know what they can do. It's more so incomplete.
1: But I will say one thing though, Cole. I disagree with both of y'all on Cole. Um, in terms of his route running, uh, but I don't want to come across as saying that he's like a a Kelsey or or you think about like a Waller or you think about like some of your top tight end uh, route runners. Um, I think what Cole brings because first of all, if he's a little stiff in terms of how he runs routes, but the thing that Cole has is like the quickness in terms of getting in and out of his breaks. Um, but he's also smart in terms of when I mentioned with Logan Dre, um, Cole brings some of that that mental processing from a, a standpoint of like reading coverages as well. And um, for those who are listening and watching, don't forget a uh, film session next week, um, first week of July on Cole Turner coming out. You can see what I'm talking about, what I'm referring to. But like that's that's kind of what Cole Turner brings in terms of if there was somebody on this roster at that position who can uh, quote unquote dot somebody up with their routes. That is the person in this position group who can do that. Um he also knows how to get off the line of scrimmage against uh several different coverages press man, uh off man, uh off zone, um squats. Like he 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 knows how to do those things. And I think uh that's the person that the enemy could utilize uh from what AJ mentioned, which is also a really good point, from that isolated uh, uh alignments uh, boundary, uh, receiver type or a big slot type or a person who's, uh, he can even win in line as well. So I think that's the person when you look at who can really, excuse me, win downfield from a route running standpoint, it's Cole Turner. Um, Curtis is an unproven commodity. Armani wasn't really the best route runner. John Bates is, he's just a natural tight end, like your prototypical, uh, big body tight end who can, who's really good in the run game. And he's a solid uh, receiving tight end. He's nothing special there. But I think Cole Turner is the one who packs a punch and, and packs that, like that explosive nature or, or explosive playmaking ability from, from the, from the, the the tight end group in terms of like being able to make big catches for this team. Um, And there was one thing that you mentioned too, Dre, that was important. Uh, You, and, and I think this kind of expands the conversation so we can move on from Cole. If, if if we aren't done, if we're if we're done there, but you mentioned Dre, like they're unproven commodities, and I also don't know if Cole like Cole. I, I respected how he attacked people in the run game. I don't think he was that good in the run game, but I expect I I appreciated his competitiveness, and I think like if he continues to build on his frame, that if it, if that play strength matches his competitiveness, then you're talking about a person who can be a more complete tight end. Point being. Like those tight end packages that you can bring with these guys in this offense, um, I'm talking about three tight end sets, uh, two tight end sets, um, all those type of things that you can heavily, you can heavily put into a game plan each week because like they have potential to be mismatches. It just depends on how the enemy wants to use this. Like you don't want to obviously take off Terry off the field. You don't want to take Jahan off the field. But if you find ways to like mix and match, and that's going to be the enemy's job, I think that is something that can really unlock this offense, especially from a, a team who really didn't use the tight ends good or enough last season. Um, these guys have these guys have something here, and maybe Cole Turner. I think another question mark with Cole too. And, and I, I guess I wasn't done with him. Um, yo, he missed seven games last year. Um, he hurt his hamstring in training camp. He missed all of preseason. And then he comes back and then he has a concussion that knocks him out for three more weeks after like two or three games played. Um, and that severely hindered his rookie season and his ability to really get on a, get in a rhythm, things like that. Uh that's not an excuse for Cole, but it's more so about like we need to make sure that Cole can really stay healthy and, and so we don't have to talk about if only he can stay if only he can stay healthy. Like his health is a question mark, his ability to stay clean and, and, and stay on the field is a question mark right now. Um and, and fingers crossed he's able to do that in, in year two because all of these OTAs and mini camps, because this is two years in a row, um, that AJ alluded to, like his name has been popping, like it's out there, but don't mean nothing if you can't stay you can't stay healthy when it when it really matters.
0: And I guess that's where it goes back to the position just being one of the weakest links, in my opinion, within the organization. I feel like you have Logan Thomas who is an age, a age player that converted to tight end. He also is still learning the nuances of the game. Uh, you know, he really didn't get high reps until he came to Washington. And then when he did get some momentum, that's when the injury happened. And you're relying on him, but he's also never been one that's been um, not necessarily a burner, but he's never been one that's quick um, and, and athletic enough to really play the position how a lot of the, the teams that utilize their tight ends will, will, will do so this season and, and so on. And especially with an Eric B system, he just doesn't really fit from that standpoint. Then you add in Cole Turner, I forgot all about his injury history and I probably forgot because I guess I didn't really count him towards the team. <laughs> that's,
1: that's completely because fair. He, that's real. That's fair. Because he
0: was never, he was never available. So it's not someone that I thought of, The only tight end I really knew that they utilized to some degree, but he's really a blocking tight end is eight. So it's kind of like it's open, and I I think I anticipated this team to bring in more competition, whether that be a veteran or someone that's been in the league for a couple more years or at least some bodies for camp just to see if you might get an outbreak player, you know? And they haven't really done that, and I think that's going to be an interesting thing to watch during training camp. And also uh, preseason and also when it comes down to cutting down to a 53-man roster, um, be, be mindful of who they add from waivers or possibly make trades for because they have to be looking for somebody of a more athletic frame
2: at tight end. But you don't think Cole Turner is kind of that athletic frame of tight end? Because I always kind of viewed him as almost an extra wide receiver if he were to get on the field. I mean, that's the type of guy I thought he was a tight end. Uh, Turner? Yeah, Cole Turner. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's how Nevada tried to use him. Um, I guess maybe I didn't watch like a bunch of his tape, but I watched a good amount to see that I didn't really like uh, his run, his uh, route running. Uh, Maul, I know you do that more so than I do, uh, especially doing the review videos. But, you know, I just didn't really see any wiggle out of this guy. I just seen someone who was a 50-50 ball, kind of like. But you also like Drake London. So maybe he reminds you of a, a, a Drake London a little bit, but from the tight end position.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm ignoring you. <laughs> yeah, I ain't paying. I ain't paying attention. nothing you saying right now?
0: Nah, you you gotta. You gotta London. Practice. You you gotta. Drake practice. London. Like, best. You like, best. You, you like big body wide receivers, right or wrong?
1: Well, I mean, I I I I I gotta make. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta make sure they got a voice. Somebody in their corner. That's for sure. One hundred percent. Because Drake Drake is Drake is that Drake is that dog. He a dog boy. He got that dog in him, bro. And I need people to know that it's gonna be a big year for Drake London. Hey, don't get me started talking about Drake London, bro. I, I was going, I was about to go on a five minute rant. Let me shut up. Go ahead. You got, the, you got the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, look, I I don't like call. So it like this whole position group is so matter of fact, Drake. To your point, you mentioned athleticism. I think Armani and Curtis are the are the the clay what is that thing like the unshaped clay or something or unmolded clay or yeah, something unmold, like the yeah, raw clay yeah. what, what like you know what i'm like those are the ones yeah. those are the athletic freaks and, and, and curtis is 6'8 240 um and and has like some lead he has some wheels to him and i think those are the ones that really need the work to fine-tune how they run routes um they already um have uh i think Kurt, i think both of them played quarterback right curtis and almighty
2: I know um, Armani did.
1: Like I, I know I'm Armani not sure did. about Curtis. I believe. Okay, Curtis and point, well. point being like, okay. So I just think to, to that extent, like those. <laughs> yeah, and, and those are your those were your athletic guys that that moved better than anybody. So to 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 your all's point, like I I'm I'm com- I think we're completely aware. Like Colin is the most athletic guy, um, but I think he's the most nuanced route runner, and I think that's what that that's why he can really flourish in the enemy's offense um john bates um first off do we have any expectations I'll, i'll get to john bates in a second but do we have any expectations on curtis hodges um i think like i was not surprised after um i went to the fedex field practice um and i saw armani first off i saw armani cooking then but then, Dre, when we went to mini camp or OTA last year yeah. and I kept looking for Curtis Hodges and I was watching who I thought was Curtis, I looked at my roster and I said, that's Armani Rogers." We did like, the same thing. This <laughs> motherfucker is cooking. Like, and that's when I was like, I wasn't surprised. In that, that moment, I was like, I, I'm not surprised that Curtis was the one that took the back seat and ended up getting the practice squad and Armani made the active. But I think Curtis had some buzz to him where it's like, you know, okay, let's try this again. Armani's gone. You have your opportunity, but what can he really bring to this offense? Um, I don't know if you all have any expectations for Kurdish. I think we kind of dove down from a a, a macro standpoint that we don't know what to expect from a unit that's so improving. but like what can we see from Kurdish in a situation where, um, what we have, one, two, three. I mean, do we even keep four tight ends? I would imagine we do. But, like, do we keep four? And and does all four see the field, like, the offense? Like, do they even see significant
2: snaps? I don't know. And so that's the thing, because we already established that. Well, mainly
1: Curtis. I know that Logan's going to see snaps, and I know that Cole is going to see snaps,
2: and I know John is, but what about Curtis? But, but see, that's the thing, like I said, because with tight end one, we we pretty much established that Logan's going to be that guy, at least to start the season unless someone just emerges. But tight end two. I don't think we have a clear cut guy there and, you know, going into OT or training camp and, you know, preseason or whatever. I think that position's totally up for graph for three players. And that's Bates, Rodgers and Hodges. And Hodges was a guy, like you said, he did have some buzz last year, but then he got injured. He got injured in September. Mm-hmm. Like the whole group was sustaining injuries for the most part throughout the season last year. So no one could get any momentum. So that's why we, as we talk about this group, is so incomplete. But Curtis is a guy that's gonna have a chance. You know, now, if he comes out, he looks better than, um, you know, the other two guys we mentioned. He, he has a legitimate chance to be a tight end number two because they do seem to like him. I mean, they had him. I mean, he, he was on the injured list for the most part of last season. They could have got rid of him at any point after the injury or any po- point after the season. But he's still here. They didn't go up and upgrade the tight end room like we had, you know, talked about. They didn't go out and get extra bodies. They pretty much brought the same group back from last year. All of those guys are back this year. So that tells me that, especially, like I said, with Logan already establishing himself as tight end one. No one has established themselves as tight end two yet. I mean, I think John Bates will get his reps because he's probably the most complete in terms of he's he can block and you can put him on the field and stick him there. But as far as talking about who can be that other receiving threat in the tight end room, that position is totally up for grabs. And I do think Curtis has a legit chance because, like you said, last year he had some buzz, but we didn't see enough of it. So if he's still here, that means they like him and they think he has a chance to you know maybe compete for that spot. And like I said. This may be the most incomplete position group, but it's an intriguing position group because we really don't know what we have behind Logan. I don't,
1: I don't know. I think Curtis. First off, I think Curtis is going to have to. What is what is going to take for Curtis to even see like to make any like significant impact offensively? And I'm not saying like be a superstar um this season but i think what's gonna what's gonna take is like his name's gonna have to buzz in training camp um it's gonna have to noticeably stand out uh obviously this is excluding the health conversation for all tight ends um obviously the main thing is everybody has to stay healthy but in terms of like what he has to do uh he's gonna have to stand out in training camp um that's gonna have to show through preseason. i know last year when i was watching some of the preseason tape curtis was a guy um and, and in our to an extent like both of them, and and they were raw, so it's nothing wrong with that, but these were guys who struggled in terms of, like, their releases, being able to get open quickly, or being able to get open against certain type of, like, press man or soft press, like, those things were, like, hindering them, and, um, like, zone was a different story, but soft press and press, like, they struggled, so, like, are they able to show that they've learned after that they, Curtis, is he going to be able to show that he's learned uh, from a, a repetition standpoint, a technique standpoint, um, that he can really do something in this offense and he can do something at the tight end position, especially in the pass game. Uh, John Bates, I don't have much words for him. I think we kind of know who he is. He's like that stable uh, businessman. Um He's going to put you on your ass in the run game. Uh, he's going to block his ass off and pass protection. He may not be the best in terms of like some of the better against some of the better edge defenders or, or pass rushers, but at the same time, you know, you want to get your best in the run game. He's a gritty guy. Uh, but he's also a person who you can trust with his hands. Um, all right, I don't know if, like if he's a three level threat, I don't think he is. Um, maybe off a of play design, he can get you down. He can get to the third level. He can sneak, he can sneak up there. Um, but, Uh, That's kind of how I view John Bates. I don't have, like, nothing, no spectacular words for him. He just gets his job done.
2: The boring guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
1: mean,
0: mean, yeah, you're hoping that someone breaks through uh, within, you know, this camp that's coming up and through the season. I mean, I don't – I know that Curtis Hodges is 6'8", I want to say probably like 2'50", But I don't really know much about him, uh, his athleticism, anything. The main issue with this group is staying healthy. Um, you know, Bates was one of the guys that could stay healthy, but he also isn't a threat within the passing game. He's strictly pretty much a blocking tight end. Um, yeah, so that's why I'll be intriguing to see how everything plays on the training camp. Whatever, I think I'll make maybe a bold prediction here. I think that as training camp and preseason goes on, you possibly see commanders once this ownership stuff gets settled, possibly call up the Chiefs and, and see if they can get a guy like a Jody Fortson, um, who's been pretty much a rotational tight end in Kansas City with Kelsey and, and um, Gray over there. Possibly see if they can bring him over. You don't have to learn the system. Uh, he's athletic enough. He's played within the system. Knows what EB would want. Um, kind of get him in, and he can play immediately and make an impact for himself to get an opportunity to be a full-time starter. Because uh, I just can't. You're relying. You're relying on too many guys to possibly stay healthy, and two of the main guys you you kind of like counting on have have a, a checkered injury history recently. So it's like if one of those guys goes down, you're you're automatically already screwed.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. i would good, You got it.
2: Now i was just gonna say. I mean, <laughs> that's true. What AJ said, but with John Bates, like you said, Mo. I mean, he's the boring guy, but at the same time, I feel like he is kind of needed in that tight end room. Now I don't think I don't know if he's a tight end too. Um, He he somehow projects more to me as a tight end three, which is fine because tight end threes get in the game and you, you use them for special purposes. Like, I think he's good in the red zone, good on the goal line, especially in those big package though, jumbo packages. John Bates is that guy you can put, and he can block and he can actually go out and he can receive, he can catch a pass if you need him to. But like you said, he's not a three-level threat. Uh, I don't expect him to be any kind of downfield threat at all. But he's a guy in the intermediate passing game, like I said, in the goal line, short short yardage situations, you can even have him blocking, he can go out, he can catch a touchdown, pass pass in the red zone I mean which is cool but I I don't see him as the tight end too so I mean I know he's going to be in that conversation because no one has emerged as that guy but I expect more of a Curtis Rogers Cole Turner to kind of you know maybe be one of those guys that can back Logan up or maybe possibly challenge Logan down the road but John Bates again I think he's steady I think he's needed on a roster but I don't think there's much excitement about John Bates
1: he ain't lying. he is needed though um i think for what is uh for what it's worth like he is their best blocker um and for them to not again like i said i like Cole's i, I his effort was there um and i think he can build on that and and to an extent i like i lied, i was about to say i like Logan's effort but i i'm not really a fan of Logan in the run game i think i think he made some business decisions that was pretty obvious on tape um so I don't I don't know. I gotta see a little bit more from him. But at 31, I don't think you're gonna see more. I think you just gonna you're gonna get who you got. <laughs> or maybe the enemy likes to spark into these guys and I'm I'm just dead wrong and everybody steps their game up because he ain't cause uh the enemy ain't fucking around with them. So I guess we'll see. Um I think we're good. I mean, look, if y'all know Brandon Dillon, talk to me.
2: Cause I don't know him. I didn't know I ain't got nothing a- for him. I he said something. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing for that guy. Yeah, <laughs> Step after Armani Rogers got injured, so they probably just needed an extra camp body. So that seems. Yeah, like-
0: I tried to do research, uh, before our show. I think he was with the Vikings, but outside of that, I just know he's Caucasian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Time to pack it up, man. <laughs> okay, all right. Hey, look, man. That was that was that was that was it for us on this episode um we will be back who do we got we got quarterback and we have Linebacker. linebackers so we'll be back with uh linebackers next and we got i'm going to try and get lanell on to do quarterback with this to close out the position group breakdown so um fellas that's it man look enjoy y'all evening for everybody that's watching or listening i uh, appreciate y'all watching and listening enjoy whatever your morning day whatever time you are uh doing so but fellas y'all be safe um, AJ man, look, don't stress yourself out too much. Uh, I wouldn't worry about getting a new MacBook. Um, them Jones are OC expensive. And I just got I got I paid mine off in after three years. So that shit was not fun. Um, so yeah, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't really trip off that. Um just yeah, some, just
0: man, it's, just, it's just one get of them some days, man. It's just one of them days with all these Apple products. So uh yeah, but I mean it's <laughs> all good my my iphone my iphone my airpods my my macbook all being weak just like the position group that we just covered today <laughs> hey you
2: can know this is one of them days <laughs> one of them
1: days man one of them days bro. that's one gonna wrap it up for... <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna wrap it up for us man we out of here until next time Peace. Watch him throw the ball We gon' pick it up You gon' let him hit the hole or you gon' cut it off You gon' play through fourth and long or you gon' punt it off Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight You the type to want to win by any means, right? You should look alive This is Trapper
2: Dive